Welcome to the Infinite Living Project with me, your host, Dr. Ryan Cleland. From exercise, nutrition, functional and regenerative medicine, supplementation, testing, and so much more, we bring you all things health in a real, raw, no-nonsense approach to getting and staying healthy. So let's get started. Hey, everybody out there. This is Dr. Ryan Cleland, and welcome to the Infinite Living Podcast. Um, So today we're going to talk about rotator cuff issues and I know we do a lot of nutrition but also too obviously we want to make sure that you don't end up in some pain whether it be your shoulder your back your knees your feet whatever because I mean honestly being in pain sucks that's just the the way it is Um, I'm guilty of it I, I forget to do some of the things that I know I need to be doing but one thing you need to know when it comes to your rotator cuff and you're a physical person or even if you're not a physical person you have to understand that your shoulder has to sit in its socket a certain way or you are predisposing yourself to rotator cuff tears. If you train a certain way, you are predisposing yourself to rotator cuff tears. And the problem is not just being torn. It's one, when you hurt it, you stop working out. And then potentially you start gaining weight because you don't stop eating the way you were eating when you were working out. And or you never were eating that good in, at, in the beginning and your workouts were just basically maintaining where you were at or whatever the case may be. Or even worse, you end up tearing your rotator cuff. Then you have to have surgery or something crazy like that because you haven't, you've kept your head in the sand, haven't been uh, looking into stem cells or anything, which will be another podcast, many, many podcasts, I'm sure, down the road. Um So what can you do right now to take a look at your shoulders and even if your shoulder doesn't hurt, this is absolutely essential to having healthy shoulders because again, the rotator cuff is so commonly torn nowadays in people who exercise or in older folks because they never take care of themselves and then they're just, they reach for something and they tear their rotator cuff. It's absolutely crazy. So what do you need to be looking for? So when you stand, I want you all to just, Well, don't just stand up because you may be in your car, but imagine yourself standing or sitting and just kind of look down at your hands, look down at your shoulders and see how your shoulders sit in that joint. Okay, so if that shoulder is rolled forward and I'm doing this with you, if that shoulder is rolled forward, you're going to notice that when you look down, it's kind of at your eye level. If it's in the right place, you have to turn your head and look over your shoulder to look down at your shoulder. Um, because your shoulder should, in all honesty, it should be back a little bit. That, that arm should be back. Your chest should stick out a little bit. If your shoulders are, are, you know, level with your chest or, you know, your pecs, the muscle of your pec kind of is or, or, uh, parallel with the tip of your front of your shoulder, your shoulders are anterior. And that is a huge problem in more ways than one. And we can talk about how it decreases oxygen flow and, decreases blood flow to the hands and to the arms and to the, I mean, you name it, but we're talking about rotator cuff right now. So what does that do? When your shoulder's forward, it starts to strain your supraspinatus, which is probably the most common without a doubt strain in the shoulder is a supraspinatus strain sprain. And um, it's because if you think of that muscle at length all the time, it's either going to start to get pissed off and get trigger points in it and then start to spasm. And then you're going to get to pain. You're going to get pain in your shoulder. Or it's going to be pulled so much, it's going to start to tear away from bone, which is then you're in deeper trouble because it's starting to tear away from the front of the shoulder and you get that anterior shoulder pain right there. 
So what can you do about it? If that shoulder's sh shifted forward, if you look down and you're, and you're standing up and you look down at your hands and your hands are rolled forward and you're looking more at the backs of your hands than at your thumb, um, big issue. It's a huge issue. So what can you do? You need to start training properly. And you need, if you don't train, you need to start training, period. And when you're going to do it, do it right. So what do you need to do? Everybody always wants to do internal external rotation, yada, yada, yada. Some of the high school crap we learned back in the day. Oh, this is what my, this is what my PT had me do back in 83 when my, when my rotator cuff was sore. Yeah, that's old school stuff. Let's not just jump right into thinking we're going to go through the uh, rotator cuff protocol because even a lot of the PT paperwork stuff, it's just old school. So what you really need to do is think about it. Think biomechanically. What do you need to do to get that shoulder pulled back and get it sitting in that GH joint, the glenohumeral joint, properly? What you need to do is first you have to stretch the front part of your shoulder and that's going to be like pec major pec minor especially that's going to pull you forward um, if your lats are really tight that's going to pull you forward so those are some things and what i mean by lats it's that muscle underneath your arm and it gives you wings when you like flare them out and you you know if you at least if you see bodybuilders doing it they flare them out and it makes them real wide um, that's your lat and so that is actually attached to your front of your humerus, not the back. And so when people go out and do back day, and I was majorly guilty of this back in the day, they're doing back day, they're doing they're doing pull-ups, they're doing lat pull-downs, they're doing all this stuff. All they're doing is creating a huge problem. Do you want to have strong lats? Absolutely. Is it cool to have that V shape? Absolutely. But you have to make sure you're training properly and balanced so that you don't destroy your rotator cuff while you're trying to look cool and have all these big muscles. Because guess what? You blow out your rotator cuff, you're going to end up weak and chubby and out of shape because you're going to be hurt all the damn time or you're going to be in, you know, on, on the surgical table or worse, you're going to be stuck on pain meds the rest of your life and then you're really going to be up a creek. So what do we do? So we stretch the front, we get that pec minor opened up. Pec minor is that front muscle. So like if you flex your chest, it kind of pulls you forward. That's why you see all these guys in the gym that do nothing but chest and curls and lat pull downs all day. They almost look like gorillas. And I, heck, I'll tell you, some days I get tight and I'm almost like, gosh, I feel like a gorilla. And I got to like, just pull my shoulders back and just hold it, stretch in doorways, do things like that. Because again, muscles, when you tear them up, they act, they're going to break down. They're going to, you're going to, but when they heal, they're going to heal a little short. So you got to open those back up. So we're going to stretch the front and then we're going to strengthen the back. And when I say the back, it is not what you think. What most of you are probably thinking right now is, oh, I'm going to squeeze my shoulder blades together and then I'm just going to look like my head sticking out about 16 feet out in front of my, you know, my nose is like 10 feet out in front of my, my chest. Again, another subject, horrible, horrible for many, many things going on in your body. But um, so what do you do? You actually want to pull your shoulder blades down and you want to pinch, try to imagine pinching the bottom tip of your shoulder blade together. So if you're a female, imagine pinching your bra strap, like the little clasp on the back. Imagine pinching just that part. Don't pinch your shoulders together. Just rotate those shoulders back and pinch that bottom point of your shoulder blade. That is the activity you want because if that shoulder blade is locked down and pulled back, what that's going to do is that's naturally going to roll that shoulder back. It's going to lift your chest 
and it's going to open up the chest. You're going to get better oxygenation. You're going to shorten the supraspinatus and all those other muscles because they're all attached. That shoulder complex is a huge demon of a musculoskeletal just mishmash. There's tons of muscles in there. And if your shoulder is dysfunctioning, you're gonna, it's going to take some time to get it right. But if you can be smart on a day-to-day basis and really train yourself just to stand with that posture, to roll those shoulders back, to pinch that, if you get used to doing that long enough, you will start to override some of the tight muscles in the front and even some of the, the strained muscles in the rotator cuff because you are actively putting that shoulder back in the spot that it needs to be. And when, it's de- when you do that long enough, you're going to create muscle memory and then you're going to notice when your body starts to cave forward after a workout or after a, a heavy uh, workout towards the front or you're just sitting at your desk for extended periods of time and on your computer reaching for your mouse, doing all this crazy stuff that doesn't seem crazy when you're doing it, but if you really think about it, you're sitting there six, seven, eight hours in one position, your head's forward, your shoulders are forward, you're reaching forward. Even when you're driving, you're shortening everything in the front and you need to be strengthening everything in the back and elongating everything in the front. So we need that humerus to sit in that glenoid fossa good and that's just the rotator. That's just where the bone sits in the socket there. Because those ro- all that shoulder is is four muscles that are holding it together and a labrum around in there just to kind of give it a little rim to kind of move around. So what we want to do again, we want to pull those shoulders back, pinch that bottom little point together. And so when you're doing back exercises at, at the gym or at home, you don't have to do heavy, heavy weight. But what I always tell my patients is one, when you're doing rowing exercises, it's not trying to bring a rope to your forehead or bring the the handle to your chest. It's really bringing that handle to in between your belly button and your belt buckle. You That little bit of area, that's a good spot to think of because then as you bring it that low, imagine pinching that bottom point together. Your chest should naturally and automatically raise. And when it does that, you start to build that strength in that lower trap. And when that lower trap gets stronger, it keeps that scapula where it needs to be. And when it stays right there, that is a huge, huge positive. For one, you don't look like a hunchback and all crazy and all bent over and just like a, like I said, like a bit old silverback gorilla that's just walking around on his hands all day. You're standing upright, you're breathing better, you look better, your posture's better, you look more confident, and you're keeping your uh, shoulder healthy, which is kind of like a plus, plus, plus 10,000. So imagine that pulling those shoulders back, pinching that little bit, that bottom part of that scapula together, activating those lower traps, and just also too, just make sure you don't stick your head out like 55 feet either. You want that, you want your ears over your shoulder because again, that's a whole nother subject. That's a whole nother podcast. So again, one of the exercises, rowing into your belly button or your belt buckle and doing it slow, keeping your arms tight, run. I like to rub my arms down my side. That way I know I'm keeping them tight. I go lightweight and I go slow. If you go heavy, you're usually going to start recruiting other muscles. And what's the point of that? And then you're just potentially creating problems that you don't want to create. This is not a strength exercise. This is a postural. This is a smart exercise. This is going to keep your shoulders healthy so you can continue to exercise and work out for the long term. Um, one other exercise that I like to do, it's the external rotation. So you can maybe sit and have a rubber band and you just hold that and you externally rotate that shoulder because that's going to fire the posterior complex of the shoulder, um, you know, your supraspinatus, teres major, minor, things like that, which are 
I like those because those are usually weaker compared to the ones that pull us anterior. Again, that pec minor is strong, and it's going to pull you forward. And so if we can fire that posterior shoulder complex, that's always good. Again, lightweight. I don't want you worrying about trying to over like open up your shoulder. Keep it tight. Keep that elbow up against your side. Just get it to where you're externally rotating the shoulder. You don't have to go through a full range. I just want you activating that shoulder because that will activate the muscle, which will build tone. The tone will hold the bone where it needs to be. And if the bone's where it needs to be, then you don't put strain and stress on some of the other rotator cuff muscles or the labrum, et cetera, et cetera. So, so we're going to externally rotate. We're going to row down to the belly button or to the belt buckle, keeping our arms tight, pinching them, pinching that bottom part of your scapula. And one of the things I like to do last is kind of, and I don't even know how to explain it, but it's almost, if you can imagine sitting like sitting on a chair with, with armrests and pushing yourself up on that chair on those armrests and you're just kind of like dangling there, your butt's dangling above and you relax your shoulders and then you can, it's kind of like a push-up plus if you've ever heard of that, but you push down instead of kind of going, it's almost like a reverse trap exercise because you're just really punching down, keeping your arms straight. You're just dangling and just kind of resting on the arms and then you, and your arms are locked. It's not a dip like triceps. You just push down. You just punch down you just punch down, and that's going to fire your serratus, which is a muscle in between your scapula and your rib cage, and that's going to pull that tight. That way, your your uh, shoulder blades don't wing out. Um, when your shoulder blades wing, it is automatically. It just tells me absolutely, without a doubt, you are at risk of having a rotator cuff tear. And if you are an athlete, you are at a much much higher risk because you're just using that over and over again, and you're just going to rag it out. So I hope that helps. I know there's a lot of information, but there's really three exercises and one thing to look for. Look to see if your shoulders are forward, if the, bottom, if the backs of your hands are facing forward. You want to make sure those shoulders are rolled back. You want to make sure that if you have to literally, to see the top of your shoulder, you have to turn your head about 90 degrees and look down. You don't want to be able to say, oh, there it is. It's just right by my, you know, right by my chin. So then you know you're in the right spot. You're standing up straight. Look at the people that you work out with and love. Help them out. Tell them how to do this. Fire that bottom, that uh, bottom point of the scapula, pinching it together. Do some, um, do some low rows. Do some external rotation of the shoulder, and do some of those. Uh, I guess we could call them like straight arm punch downs. You know, just body weight exercise that will fire all the muscles, or at least a lot of the muscles that are going to help to create stability in your shoulder and protect your rotator cuff. I know it's a ton of information, so listen to it again if you need to. But I'll tell you what, this will change and make a huge difference in your training routine and just the way you look. You're going to look a lot better. You won't look like I said, that old silverback gorilla that's walking on his hands. So I hope you all have an awesome day. God bless you all. Please share this with other people. That's the only way that this is going to get out there. You may save somebody. You don't think a rotator cuff injury is a big deal until you have one, and it just destroys and screws your life up for a six months to a year plus. So please share this with your friends at the gym. Please share this with people that you love. If you see your family and they look like the old silverback gorilla, please try to give them this or talk to them about this because you may just save them from months and months of agony and potentially even years and years of pharmaceutical drug usage and you know of painkillers because they never did fix this had surgery it didn't work that well because rotator cuff has to be so mobile anyway 
So this could save them a lot of a lot of heartache. So God bless you all. Have an awesome day. This is Dr. Ryan, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. This episode of the Infinite Living Project has ended, but be sure to subscribe to hear the latest and greatest health and wellness information on the face of the earth. And please don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you and your family the best health content available. And one last request, please, if you know other people out there that are eager to learn and eager to hear just great quality health information, please share this podcast with the people that you love and care about. God bless and have a great day. The products and services and the claims made about specific products and services on or through the site have not been evaluated by the United States Food and Drug Administration and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. The information provided on this podcast, a website, or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a substitute for advice from your physician or other healthcare professional or any information contained on or in any product label or packaging. You should not use this information on this podcast or any other media of Dr. Ryan Cleland for diagnosis or treatment or any health problem or for prescription or any medication or other treatment. You should consult with a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, or supplementation program, before taking any medication, or if you have or suspect you may have a health problem. Statements regarding dietary supplements, lab testing, medications, and or medical procedures have not been evaluated by the FDA and are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or health condition.